Fangirl, do it. Metal, Metal Gear. D. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. I've never played Metal Gear. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Potosaurus. I'm your host, Ken, this week. And with me, we have Lou. Hi. And we have a special guest today, Miss Fangirl. Hello. Hello. It's been a while. It has been a while. I'm, like, trying so hard internally not to host it like ongaku to you. That's why I'm pausing every so often. I heard you, like, take a, a short pause before you said the name of the podcast and then kind of get a little angry and <laughs> upset about it. Because you knew you were going to mess up and say ongaku to you. So you're like, Potosaurus, <laughs> joining me today. <laughs> I wasn't exactly. sure if that was the, the aesthetic you were going for or if it was just a focus thing. <laughs> he a likes bit to of sound both. like he likes to sound bored and depressed at the same time. That's just like his thing. It's very yes. millennial of him. It's very millennial of me. All day, every mm. day. How are we? Fangirl, go ahead. Uh I am go good. Ahead. I am well. Just uh existing in the world. So <laughs> How how cold is it over there? Uh, it is currently 33 degrees here, and we have seven inches of snow on the ground. So, it's not freezing, oh but it's not, it's, it's, this is heat wave weather because for a couple of days we had negative temperatures, so. <laughs> this is preferable. Oh, it's 33 degrees here as well. Wow. Expect snow on set on Friday. Yeah, we were supposed to have snow starving. Here starting i mean it's gonna snow all day tomorrow <laughs> my girlfriend keeps telling me oh we'll go out maybe we have to look at the weather and i have been like sick all week so i have no idea what it's been like outside like my room so i have no idea what it's like my mom keeps calling me for updates and i'm just like i don't know does don't she know not what the weather's like does she not have a weather app or does she not have uh, a window we don't live in the same city so she's like, oh, have you guys gotten yeah. bad weather up there? I don't, I don't know. I've been having fever dreams all day. I don't know. I've apparently done a bunch of weird things that I thought happened, and they did not. So I don't trust me about what's going on. Oh, that had to be entertaining. Oh, that They're must awful. have been. <laughs> I hate fever dreams. I get them no matter what kind of sick I get. I always get a fever dream, and it's like relentless. They never stop, and it's just like me having these like fevered nightmares almost. While like, just, like rustling back and forth in bed, trying to like, just fall asleep. I I, I hate them so much. Do you talk? And it happens every. Um, it's usually a lot of someone please end this. I want to die. This is awful. 
and just like what the fuck is going on and that's usually what i say the whole time and i just hope that my girlfriend can't hear me (laughs) and me trying to remember a time that i was not sick because it seems like years before it feels like i've been sick for like years and years but it's been like 12 hours since i came down with the like flu or whatever no Mm -hmm. i would rather i would rather suffer through like an eight-day sniffly, like, uh, I've had a minor cough or this and this and this, then have a fever. I hate it when I have fevers. And every time, like, my fever dreams usually take the form of whatever I was doing right before that. So I had, like, intense, like, my last stream fever dreams. So I kept having to relive the game Illbleed and then the X-Files game, which I don't actually remember what happened during the X-Files game because that's when I was starting to get really sick because I stopped playing Illbleed because it sucked. And then I started playing the X-Files game. I don't know what really happened in that game or what I dreamt because it just kept replaying over and over my head, but wrong. So, so that's what it was. That and like, I kept like trying to like check chat and I'm, I'm sick and asleep. There's no chat to check. I thought I was, I thought I was still streaming the entire time I was sick. Oh, and I'm like, wow. And I'm just like, wow, there's so many people. And I thought I had like this massively inflated like view count i'm like wow there's like 300 people here and i'm just like high off like being sick (laughs) it just kept going on and i'm like will someone stop this and just let me sleep and then the caffeine withdrawal hit and that was worse and that was just me for the past two days almost three (laughs) yeah fever versus caffeine withdrawal does not seem like a winning combination no, because then I had a migraine, and I get fever dreams when I mi- have migraines, too, because I just hallucinate. <laughs> it was terrible. It makes for funny stories, but it's awful at the same time. God. <laughs> Can you top that, Ken? Can you top that? Yeah, story? how have you been, Ken? <laughs> I've been all right. I had a lovely three-hour podcast this past week. Oh, nice. I, we have those I, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we, occasionally we do, and it's uh, it's interesting. It was a uh, um um city two point um city two Yeah. When are we gonna remix that into the theme song? Oh, we have a new theme song too. By I the like way, your, I like your new theme song. That was done by Alabama Tofu. It's the same theme song before from Aaron Gorn, but he re-recorded it on a whim. And it's called Potosaurus Rock instead of the Potosaurus theme. Yeah, I, I like them both. <laughs> they're, they're... Oh, go I, ahead. I think it's neat that you have people who are willing to do that for you. So I, I didn't even them. know about it. He just did it randomly. He's just like, he's dropped it in Discord one day. I'm like, well, I'll put it in the next one. I think the, the original one will pop in here and there and I'll alternate them after a while. But I want to get this new one in rotation for a while first and then yeah. like swap them in and out. Yeah. Maybe very special episodes will have the classic theme song. Tofu mentioned at one point maybe doing a ska version, which I like lit up when I heard that. I don't think it's going to happen. You should change it. Like... You should change it every six months. Oh, so it'll be like my overlays. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you don't have enough, you know, you don't have enough going on in your life that you need to. Everybody just Keep has track time of. to do things like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't honestly. Whenever I get bored, I'm just like, I'm gonna change everything on my stream and then complain when it breaks. Mm. <laughs> I've been all right, by the way. That's good. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's 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 a balmy 81 degrees currently. Shut up. 
Get out. Can you see the ocean from where you are? And not where I am, but I live oh. five minutes away. Oh. Well, that's and then my workplace oversees the ocean. Actually, it has a nice view of the sunset. It oversees it? Yeah, because it's it's, we're, we're, we're on a building. like 30 It oversees the ocean? Yeah, because it's above the ocean. <laughs> it oversees the ocean? <laughs> yes, it oversees the ocean. Will you just accept my pun, please? Ah. Do you realize it's a pun? <laughs> you didn't even know it was a pun. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to travel <laughs> to the ocean. Okay, I just remember something. So Timber's not here. You might <laughs> yeah, notice yeah. Timber's not here. Which yeah, means we'll here. probably have a static background again because he's the one that makes the the one with the, like the title and like the moving stuff, which he made it have the ti- like the title of the podcast on last time, so I can't use it generically. So <laughs> be back to back to the static pit camera picture again. Oh, you make him work over the weekend and you <laughs> I could. I could make him do it. Like, can you just record, like, two hours worth of this with this title? I I can make him do that. I'm sure he's not that busy that he can't just, like, turn it on and leave. And it's it's not like he's listening to the podcast. No, he doesn't listen to podcasts. I asked him once. He's like, oh, I don't don't listen to it. I mean, we record it. I'm like, but we, what, what, why, why, why don't you listen to it? It's okay. The other two Bobos don't listen to either this one and the other one. And I'm like, why? why we make reference to it all the time this is why you guys forget things that happened on previous episodes because you guys don't listen to them like i don't listen to it but i edit it so i hear it am i the only person that listens to podcasts while i do like menial tasks no i I used to all the time it helps me focus I used to like put on a podcast and drive around like you know my countryside Japan town because there's nothing to do from like my apartment to like two hours to the city. So I just like put on like Welcome to Night Vale or something. Oh no, I listen to podcasts like when I fold laundry or do the dishes or any any kind of menial task like that because it helps me focus. Yeah, well, I I, I don't like leave my room that often, so I don't have time to listen to podcasts outside of <laughs> this apartment. I do it on the way to work because it's like an hour and a half to get. From where girlfriend listens to Critical Role, which I don't like. I don't. I, it's not that I don't. I don't. You don't like. Well, it's not that Wheaton. I don't like her listening to it. I just don't like it or listening to it. It doesn't have Will Wheaton. It's all the people that are voice actors in the like video game industry. So I have to listen to Sam Regal sound like fucking Teddy from Persona Four. He's like, I don't know what to do about this like critical chance here. Like, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up in your stupid bear voice. I can't stand it. Shut up. And then Laura Bailey's there too, and we all know how much I love Laura Bailey. So would you yes, say it's, it's unbearable? unbearable. <laughs> and like they'll have episodes where they go and they like they do it at a convention. So the microphones are like up with them, but then they have like some in the crowd. So whenever they do something, anything that's like the smallest semblance of a joke, like someone might have made a dick joke, and like the whole crowd's like, ha, ha, and they're like screaming into the microphone, and like girlfriend, like I watch her when she, like she does this in the car. She like is constantly turning the knob up and down trying to enjoy this podcast in the car which at that point seems pointless but that's just me so she's like turning up and down trying to match it and just like sometimes it's one up and one down at which i don't feel like that does much difference and it's obnoxious (laughs) 
Is this podcast based so off the, the show? Critical role, or is it completely The Critical separate? Role on Twitch or wherever they broadcast it, it's just the audio from that, basically. Oh, so she listens okay. to the podcast version of it, but I... she's like two years behind. Maybe almost three. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I, know there's a sh- I know there's a show as well that I have not been able to get into, but everybody I know like yeah. watches A lot of people it. like it because I guess it's a really good introductory thing for like D&D, which I have no problem with its existence. I just don't like it, but I don't like D&D either. And yes, I, I know. Before, the, I, like whatever. I know. Everyone's like, you just haven't had the right DM. I have had three different DMs try and get me into it. It's just not for me. It's not. Dice are cool. I like dice. I don't want to play D&D. It's boring. Boring. You're, you're boring. Say, but you, you don't like high fantasy anyway. No, I though. do not. So yeah, I'm like, there's Lovecraftian yeah. ones. I'd rather just watch a movie, and I don't like movies. <laughs> I just don't have yeah. the attention span for things. I don't want to like get into character and be like, well, I want to like summon like a gray bat to attack that ass over there, and like, oh, roll a d20 for initiative. And it's like, oh god, if Captain K was a DM though, I would watch the shit out of a show like that. <laughs> Just like him coming up with things him. on the you fly. You pay him to overview it. Just him, like, <laughs> like oh, when he would. I love watching when he when he streams Smash. I oh, love his commentating that. on like Smash rounds that he has lost or is not in are fantastic. Cap, like I say this yeah. every almost every podcast and almost all the time. Captain K is an underrated Twitch gem who needs to be partnered with like ten thousand viewers, but no change to how he does anything because he is. He no, is, I agree. He I is so agree. underrated. I wish he streamed yeah. earlier. I wish he. I wish he didn't earlier. stream at night. Just like stream during the day when I'm awake. No, I agree with that. But no, like he he has the perfect voice for any commentating. It's great, and like he just comes up with the weirdest shit on the fly. I feel like he's one of those people that would be really good at reading like audiobooks. Yes. I don't know if he listens to this or not, but if you're ever looking for a side career, that is something that exists. <laughs> Honestly, him or Timber could be, do, do well with that. Oh, Timber could do that too. Absolutely. No, yeah, Timber could do it. I want to hear Timber read like The Hobbit or like an abridged version of The Hobbit from, for kids. <laughs> and he can actually, they can actually read it. I can't read things out loud because I read too fast and my brain like doesn't keep up with how fast I'm reading. Hmm. Oh my god, did you see me try and read stuff for Kudelka last week? A little bit, yeah. Oh my god. So, someone's like, there. I found a chest in this game. Kudelka is a horror JRPG that's like, I don't know, like 12 hours long, something like that. It's a really good game, really slow. Don't know if I can go back to it on stream, but I'll probably finish it off. But at one point, we find this chest, and it has a number thing on it. And I'm like, oh, I'll come back to this later. And someone's like, do you really want it? I'm like, yes. Just Like, it's just a diary. I'm like, okay, give me the, give me the number. So I go get it. And I start reading this diary out. This It took me like two to three full minutes of reading out loud to get through this. And I think that's a bridge because that's how long Nick's clip was. But he sped up the dialogue and threw in some like SpongeBob memes to it. I think it was a solid five I minutes. I saw that. Solid five minutes of me reading this. And it was so long and so boring. And it ended with the guy dying. And I'm like, he died because he wrote too much nothing. He wrote too much nothing for me to read. And I hated it. And I have a real big problem with trying to read out loud. It's when, like, my dyslexia's trap card is activated. And, like, all the words just, like, shit out of my mouth. And it's awful. And it doesn't make coherent sense. And I'm trying to read things. And that was that game. And there was just so much of that. I ran into another diary. And I think I skipped it because I said no. (laughs) This is what makes me nervous about playing Ace Attorney. Because, like I said, I, I read so fast that my... 
when I try to speak the words, my mouth can't keep up with my brain. And so I skip like whole parts of it or I have to really like try to slow down and it it, it makes it very painful. <laughs> it just turns it into like stammering word vomit. Mm-hmm. Like I love visual then, novels, but I can't do it for the same reason. Like, and I'd like a lot of them to have English voice acting, so I don't have to read. But I know it's gonna be bad voice acting. It's just gonna be like Laura Bailey and Sam Regal. So I like the Japanese voice acting, but mm-hmm. it doesn't help me. And then you're, and then the anxiety kicks in when you're doing that too. So it's like, <gasps> like once you make one mistake, and then you think about it, and you caught that mistake, yep. so you just think about it the whole time. Yep. 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 Everybody's watching me. They're watching me fail. So it becomes worse. Yeah. That was how I felt when I was playing, um, not nine nine nine, but when I was playing Virtue's Last Reward, mm. because nine 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 was so fast paced and so engaging, like and it was short, so it really pulled me in. And then when I was playing uh, VLR, I got all of the like crap endings first, because there's just a bunch of dead en- dead end endings that don't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so it it took so long for me to get a quote unquote good ending where it took me somewhere further in the story, so that by the time I would get an ending, you could just see like the enthusiasm draining out of my face, and I was just like, Ugh. and you could hear it, and everybody was like messaging me after stream, being like, it gets better, it gets better, it gets better. I'm like, you keep promising me this, <laughs> it, that the first the first half of that game for me was an exercise in patience. It was I was not. I'm so glad I finished it, but the first half of that was really an exercise in patient. Oh, you're going to do it again? The VLR? Yeah, do those one more time. You have to read everything. Go through the whole experience one more time. I have to finish the last one, but I will absolutely play them again off stream, like for my own personal thing. I'm doing that with the commie right now. I want to play Corpse Party. You will... You will be very either offended or saddened by what happens in that game. I don't know anything about it. I don't know how I've managed to avoid spoilers, but I don't know anything about it. It's kind of like Danganronpa. I don't know anything about that either. The thing with with um, Corpse Party, it's just imagine Japanese horror involving kids in a, like, I don't know. In... I know they're in a school yeah. of some sort. It's just, it's a Japanese horror game, so, like, there's a lot of themes prevalent in all Japanese horror games, which include, like, pedophilia and sexual assault. So, it's like Madfather. Not that bad. Like, I'd say out of all of them, like, it has some, like, creepy scenes in it, but, like, Madfather and Misao and all that are, like, it's not even subtle. It's as subtle as a white fart in a church. I couldn't get, um... It's been a while since I've heard that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I couldn't get through Misao. I started playing it off stream, and I think I made it like an hour into it, and I was like, nope, I can't do this. I made it through Madfather, but... Misao is the one where you're like... Okay, yeah, yeah, I I think I know... Wait, I'm trying to think You're the, the schoolgirl, and she's... Misao got killed, and she's trying to figure out what happened. Yes, yes. Yeah, that one has some overtly pedophilic shit in there and the fan base for that is they defend the wrong characters they defend the pedophile character in that all the time Mm. like well he was ugly as a kid that doesn't matter (laughs) that doesn't Mm. absolve him of what he did yeah it was uh, mm, nope oh god it's so weird (laughs) 
Ted, what are you doing? So what have we been playing? <laughs> what have you been playing, Ken? I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, because I... Byleth is in the new Smash? Maybe. Transparent as fuck. I think I need to pick <laughs> that up. I'm intrigued by it now. It's been a while since I played a Fire Emblem game, so I was like, eh, I might as well play Three Houses. I'd, I ha I'm borrowing it from a friend. Oh. It's Mujihi. Oh. Mujihi. He's in, he in the good old Nihons right now. Because him and his brother, it's, ah. his, it's his brother's birthday, so. So they ran away to go look at the Gundams and the Animus. There's many things to see in Akiba. But besides that, Mm. Yeah, I've been playing that, and I've been playing Bang Dream once again because the new season just started this past week, and I'm very excited. You can tell it in my very, very excited. This is what you always tell like. right now, but yeah, it's very, very dulcet. Now you like Fire Emblem, though. No, yeah, yeah, I've, I like it. Yeah, I haven't. I've, I've, I've always liked the history, and I've played all the games. It's. Three Houses has eluded me for a while, uh, but I was for just such a long time. For the past, I have never four months. Such a long time. Hey man, I was, I was busy being a Amazon Prime delivery person for the last couple months. I've never played any Fire Emblem game, and I will one hundred percent admit that one of the reasons I am slightly interested in this one is because of fan. Oh, art you would of like Dimitri. Dimitri. Oh, yeah. Dimitri looks like <laughs> yeah, you uh, would like Yeah, I I feel like I feel like that character was specifically not designed with me. Both <laughs> Dimitri and then uh, what's the name of the dude that is the golden stags or whatever, the deer. Dimitri's the blue lions. Who's the other guy? Uh, the not Edelgard. Um, it's the not Edelgard. <laughs> Oh, um, it's not no, Ferdinand, is it? Claw is the leader it for that one. Claude? He's the one for the the golden Claude. deer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Claude yeah, is the other one that people Dimitri tell me I looked like, like original characters that yeah, Bird has made he's... before. Like I saw them the first time, and like I went to tell her about it, and I think she already knew. She's like, they owe me royalties for this game. <laughs> 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 like as soon as I saw them, I'm like this is bait for her. This is just bait for her. Yeah, I know zero. I know zero about that game too, but it, it's it's intriguing me. I might. I don't have anyone local that I could borrow it from because none of my local friends like. They all come to me for game recommendations. I cannot tell you how many people have asked me like, "Oh, what Switch games should I get?" And I have told them, "Untitled Goose Game," and "Breath of the Wild," and. Uh, several others but i've told so many people to buy untitled goose game it's not even funny do you have any friends like they owe me money oh god do i have any friends do you have any friends I mean... that like older games <laughs> that you want to be mean to possibly um recommend clock tower to the struggle within and tell them don't use a guide oh, i'm not recommending no, and tell them don't use a guide because it'll ruin the experience <laughs> I, I don't think i have anybody who is as hardcore as a gamer of me that would actually invest like would invest time in that there might be a guy that sometimes draws my blood when i go donate blood um 
I mean, what does it look like? But aside- how does he draw it? What technique does he use? How does he? What does he use? Like does he uh, use pencil or paper? <laughs> Is it like digital art the way he draws your blood? It might be. That sounds creepy when you put it that way. Please laugh. <laughs> sounds like something. That sounds like something a stalker would do. <laughs> it sounds like something from Doki Doki Literature Club. I've marked my letter with your scent, and I've been drawing your blood. That, I've seen someone make a uh, a reproduction of Yudi's uh, letter. And the guy that got mm-hmm. it was like he he opened up like on on YouTube video and he's just like I'm gonna have to like get some gloves before I touch this because I don't know. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I need to I, I I need to edit the just Monica like image of the text with her name to it to just fangirl because like half of my Discord today changed their names and their profile picture to me and i was on the phone for work when it happened and i was watching it happen like what the fuck is going on i thought it was a bot yeah i saw that on twitter i was like what what's going on here i was so confused <laughs> have you finished baba is yeah. yet i have not i I thought about playing that off stream, but I've actually been playing a lot of Tetris 99 and Okami off stream. I've seen you've been playing Okami again. That's a mm-hmm. game I still need to finish, but I don't know if I can, like, actually get through it. Because I know about it, and I know that it should end, like, 15 times throughout the playthrough of it. So I'm just like, I'll just, I'll just buy this every it's time it comes acts. out. It's three acts. I like it because it's organized in three acts and i was telling somebody today that on a replay it's very handholdy and there's a lot of parts that you can't skip so it does feel kind of long but it's so creative and it's so pretty and the story really just pulls me in and that is the one game on stream that has really had like a big gotcha moment for me mm. so it, it holds a special place in my heart because i it actually like shook me so have you? Do you know parts of it? I don't want to spoil it for you if you don't know. I've seen you play some of it, and I helped Jetpack Raptor, my buddy back home. I had to help him with a puzzle once because it was sight-based and very quick, and he is legally blind, and that's the most I've experienced right. with it without like, except for like the first two hours. Okay, I can't tell. I can't tell you then because it will spoil. It, it'll spoil a big part of. It I have for the you, collector's edition it, it physical version be. on Switch, and I haven't played through it. Like a game with a sound. Sa- the one that came with the soundtrack. Yeah, I have the soundtrack, and it came with like a little mini <sighs> folder. Do you want me to send you the soundtrack? I mean, if you are not attached to that soundtrack, well, I, I, mean, I will not, take it. Not physically send you the soundtrack. I mean, absolutely. Okay, I'm like, you're, you're not taking that. That's mine. No, ab- I, if you can file it, <laughs> if you can get me a file, absolutely, yeah, I will take yeah. that. I think you would enjoy it. I'll add it to my video game music that I run and lift weights to. Oh, you should add the so besides you should add the clock tower chase themes to your to your um your running or like lift weight lifting uh sound, like pod or uh, playlist because it will definitely make you run and work on stuff. I'm looking up clock tower chase theme right now. Um, look. I'm not gonna play it. I was just looking up. I'll send you the ones. I'll send you one from Haunting Ground. That will make you run really quick. It's a panic theme. What were you saying, Kat? As I tried to push forward. So besides Tetris 99 and Okami, what have you been playing, Fangirl? Honestly, that's been about it. Uh, Life has been a little haywire for me lately, so I haven't been streaming at all for like the last month because it's 
just stuff. Yeah, it's been a while. Has been going on. It's, it's, long story short, I've had kind of a bad mental space happen, but I'm kind of, I'm coming out of it. So, it's okay. Um, but I've been playing those offline. I've been watching my kids play Smash that we've now found it again. Also watching uh, one of my kids play Untitled Goose Game. I just need girlfriend to finish that. She started it back in like October and hasn't gotten back to it yet. It's good. What about you, Kill? What have you been playing as of late? Um, Besides, you know, fever, daydreamness. Um, I've been playing... On stream, I've been playing through a lot of bad, bad air quotes or classic Dreamcast games that cost too much money for what they are. Really? They cost a lot do of you, money. I think. Well, do you need me to pick you guys some, pick you some up when I go to Japan? I I wouldn't mind there? a Japanese copy of Blue Stinger because it actually is different. Um, I'll. I'll look because okay. there's a couple I want. There's actually a Saturn game I want, but I don't know what to, how to just line just line me in. Yeah, I'll I, I'll have a list. When are you going again? Gold, you said Goldmake, right? Yeah. yeah, I'll um I'll get onto that. Um, but I've been playing. Let's see, I played Kudelka, which was that it was a I had subs pick or not subs. I had a community pick for that one because I had a sub goal. It's a fun game. That's the horror JRPG. It has like one of the chillest boss themes and chillest battle themes ever. Like you. You don't realize, like, it should be a lot more hype for a battle theme, but it's so relaxing. It And the combat's hard, so it's really weird. Played that. I played The Ring Terror's Realm, which is a canonical sequel to the Ring series. Not the movies, the books and manga. It is the furthest, I think, future in the series. And it's not it's not good, but it's not terrible. It's It's just there. I will admit I purposely skipped your stream that day because that is one thing that actually scares me. Oh, it's not it it like Sadako's barely in the game. I don't care. No, no, like <laughs> just the idea nothing, of it. I'm like, nope. Okay. To spoil the ring tears arm a little bit. Okay, what do you think of when you think of the ring? What do you think I think of? Like what do you think? I just I don't want to talk about this. I'm in my basement right like, now. I just want what your opinion. Like when you think of the ring, <laughs> what do you think of? Ken, you give me an idea. What do you think of when you think of the ring? Like the horror movie franchise, I think of the versus series that they did that went off a couple years. But ago. like, what does that entail? Like, what what is, what imagery comes with the ring? Oh, great imagery! <laughs> now this VHS tape coming back to life, and the lady flopping through the screen. Now I'm going to describe a video game. You tell me if it sounds like the ring. You're trapped All right. in a computer virus video game, and you fight. All right. Ape monsters named Ape and then Strong Ape and I think also Boss Ape and they have the Nickelodeon Gax splat effect for when you hit things in the in the menu button and you shoot them in a Resident Evil style game. What does that sound that like? That is the Matrix. No, that's the Ring Terror's Realm. <laughs> that's the Ring okay. Terror's Realm. You skipped the least so ring style ring game. Even the fight at the end it, with Sadako is her just like whipping her hair back and forth and then turning into crows. Please edit so, a, edit a clip of you playing that game with that song. <laughs> I whip my hair back and forth. Yes. <laughs> Let me write this Please down. Please have someone do that. 
Nick, Nick's so, gonna be so on wait, the there's a ring game Make that has little, like a ten percent, if that, relatability to the franchise. So, hold on, pair <laughs> with the ring, the ring, terrors, realm. It's some chicken scratch. I'm not gonna know what this says later. <laughs> so wait, say that one more well, time. You'll, you'll be get reminded when you edit when you uh, fuse the audios together. Fuse them, not unlike a Nina Tucker. Yes. What, what was he, what were you saying, Ken? Say that one more time. So, this game that is named The Ring has only 10% relatability to the franchise, is what you're saying. So, in all fairness, with the, like, not the movie, the movies are separate. Those are considered, like, adaptations of the books and manga and stuff. In the actual Ring, like, literary series she eventually turns into a virus and a computer virus and infects stuff so her like going through the internet to infect people to like you know start the seven days thing so i just want you both to know i'm actively looking up pictures of puppies right now (laughs) look up shizus they aren't cute excuse me excuse you (laughs) ever since we've gotten the cats my my shizu is so attached to me oh like it's very 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 sweet except when it's not because then it becomes kind of annoying because i can't go anywhere without either an animal or a child following me it'd be like that sometimes it does it be like sometimes, sometimes like that it not, be. i'm going to look up shizu's because you said that it would make sense that she would be able to, like, if she translated or transmitted herself through data, she could, like, you know, go through the internet. So, like, a video game wouldn't be that far off as, like, there's a video game world, like, that you could be trapped in or something infected with or think you're in to, like, you know, uh, like, mess with you. So, like, yeah. like, it makes sense in a way. Like, that premise kind of makes sense. But then when you're in that world shooting and killing things, you're fighting, like, gorilla-based monsters. And, like, they decide to... <laughs> it's not that cute. It they decide to use, like, the sound effects you'd expect from a Nickelodeon show. Everyone kept calling it the Rugrats splat effect, like it was like a like a mm. smashed tomato. Like, but that was like the main sound effect for like the confirmed things in the game. And like, this is an M-rated horror game that's supposed to invoke fear through the ring being like the scary thing. And they chose that. And it even came out before the U.S. Ring movie came out in the U.S. And it has. It doesn't resemble anything anyone would recognize from the Ring movie. So imagine if you bought this game, you played mm. it, and you're like, oh shit, I like this. I can't wait to see the Ring movie when it comes out. And then you get there, you're like, where are all the gorilla monsters? Where's that splat effect? Why is it like this? Maybe someone out there in the world is disappointed that the movies are not like Terror's Realm. That could be a thing. There's the main character has this expressionless, like, Nick, um, Jack Nicholson era Joker smile. Now that's cute. That's a ship. <laughs> and like, it's just like always. Like she, I, I forgot her name. I thought it was Beth. Someone told me today it was Meg. I forgot. But that's that game. What was I talking about? Oh, I also played Blue Stinger, which is set on Dinosaur Island. There are no dinosaurs in the game. I was very <laughs> sad. Someone's like, there's one dinosaur. It's not. It's an alien. It's not a dinosaur. And then I played... At least it wasn't a... Oh, go ahead. 
A pterodactyl? Yeah, pterodactyls are not dinosaurs. They're flying reptiles. I was going to say, like, say you're real hardcore about pterodactyls. Not they're not. Dinosaurs. So, like, you go through the, like, the only time it's okay is the original Power Rangers Megazord because only, like, two of those things are dinosaurs, but they're, like, prehistoric beasts, if you call them that. But if you call them all dinosaurs, like, you wouldn't call a saber-toothed tiger a dinosaur, would you? Then why is a pterodactyl one? A tyrodactyl? I'm tired. I've been sick. Shut up. Then I played Illblade, which is trash. And I played Carrier. What's that even about? Uh, Illblade is you get... It starts out with this girl giving, like, a speech at her, like, high school about how her parents own this, like, caravan of horrors. And basically explained how her father abused her by, like, like making her go through all these, like, horrible, like, sideshow things to test them out. But, like, laugh the whole time. Like, this is a sign of abuse, child. You're, you're talking about how your father abused you by making you go through, all like, a haunted house as a kid to scare the shit out of you. And, like, stuff like that. And then she gets, then her friends get, like, spirited off to like i don't know they go off to this carnival called ill bleed and she goes there to find them she has to go through these stupid fucking mini game things that take like an hour and a half each and there's five of them i didn't finish the first one because it was bad but her friends are like discount brock from pokemon this like purple hair anime figure and then like the dude from star ocean the last hope edge maverick and those are her three friends but like dollar store versions of them then they go off you have to find them and then none of the game is fun it's just mean i actually opened up my dreamcast and chucked the disc on stream and someone's like are you okay what happened to the game i'm like i just chucked the disc do i seem okay no i'm mad yikes and then i played carrier today which is kind of a mediocre re clone and i'm happy to have that after playing ill bleed speaking of re clones i am very excited about re3 and i am almost like scared to admit that you can be excited for it i still think i need to go back and play the original re2 i think because and i know i know that everybody who listens to this podcast is going to like just hate me for this but i did not mind playing re2 the the remake of it oh i'm the only one with this opinion no one no one else in in my chats ever agrees with me they like to antagonize me and get me to complain about it and i can i can see why you feel the way you do because what you're saying about it is is right but like for someone like me who has no interest in speed running the game and just like plays it for shits and giggles it's very entertaining Mm. I mean, I'd be more so. excited with RE3 Remake if it was more, I don't know. Like, if you're going to go out of your way to change how the whole game is, like, they start out with the trailer in first person, like, fuck yeah, this looks cool. Yeah, that, and then they faked yeah. it out. But I'm like, I understand because it's a remake and people want to see the new character model, but that would have been so much fucking cooler if it was in first person. That would have been so much better because RE7 was the best RE game they've made in a decade. Mm-hmm. Says Ken, the Did person who never finished it. <laughs> I was going to say, did you finish it? No, I'm, I still never got past the dinner scene. That's the beginning of the game. Didn't it take you like two hours to you know, get watch... to the, the first house? Yeah. Because I was scared and I did it in VR. So, you know. I finished yeah, it in VR. We've talked about this. I I can see. I finished, I finished RE7. I finished it three times now. It was less scary on replays. But the first time I played it, it... It scared me. Oh, it definitely is, like, legitimately scary the first time through. I think even, like, on Madhouse the first time through, even after subsequent replays, I think it, like, kicks that feeling back in because you will die quicker 
and like the enemies yeah. are arranged in like certain doors you have to spend if you want to get the scorpion key in madhouse you have to buy it you don't just get oh, it so oh, like that, that one door like. is always locked and you can't get the shotgun upstairs yet either you have to decide if oh. it's worth your coins or if you want to buy the defense coins and stuff that doesn't sound fun like there's enough coins you can find it to get all the stuff but like at that time is it worth your time yet do you want that double barrel shotgun to fight margaret or or yeah yeah, Marguerite, uh, or do you want to like chance it with the flamer? I, I keep telling Odin, I just want him to get to that part. I don't care if he finishes the game. I just want him to get to that part. Oda, Marguerite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because I, I, I just want to hear his commentary about it. I haven't played that game in a while. I actually really like RE Seven. I know I, I like played it a lot, like a year and a half ago, but I still think it's a, one of the best horror games to come out in years. I mean, it's scary, so give it that Ken you gotta finish it if next time you come down I'm gonna make you sit down and finish it I'll even hold well I can't hold your hand because you need it both for the controller but I will be there for support <laughs> but then I'll walk away if you, don't play, if you don't play it in VR it's a lot better I can't I cannot imagine playing that in VR I think I would like get sick and probably have nightmares for a month it didn't make me too no- motion sick I like I did it in two parts I think I did it like uh, two and a half hours each because it was about five hours to get through on normal like that but it didn't bother me too much, but I also stopped before it could, maybe. See, I don't get motion mm. sick. I think just, like, being that close to it would make me sick. I get Like, s- the, the visceral stuff that's in it, I think that would make me sick. I don't get motion sickness. Some things in games trigger my motion sickness, the main one being blurry screens. I can't play Soma, and it was a struggle for many reasons oh, to get through Haunting Ground. Because when you're panicked in that game, the whole screen's blurry and does that thing where it's, like like snapshots of like where you were and then it like fade into like where you are now the sanity meter uh yeah but like you're like being you're running like uncontrollably during that time and it does the snapshot thing while blurring the screen yeah soma soma would be yeah soma's also fucking boring i liked soma but i also really like the story driven games like, I got pulled into that on, like, a philosophical level, so... I never got to the story in that game. I don't know when it has supposed to happen. Inter- it's an interesting one. It happens... It happens in the later half... There's, like, little snippets that are drops, but then it happens in the later half of the game, so... It wasn't a great game, like... But I'm glad I played through it, hmm. so... Oh, so... I found this out the other day, kind of switching gears here. Mm-hmm. And... Lou, I think you would really like this one channel. It's a visual YouTuber channel. Or he uses like a, a digital avatar for his, his namesake. Oh, does he use a face rig for it? And it's... Yeah, yeah. And it's called the GLaDOS channel. Mm. I'll send you a link for it. But what's really interesting about his thing is it's a digital representation of a Velociraptor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> send me this, please. And he reacts to, like, a bunch of, like, Nintendo news and stuff like that. So, like, he did one for the Bayless stuff mm. or Byleth stuff. And it was just uh, very, very interesting, to say the least. Is this a Japanese YouTuber? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's a Japanese YouTuber. Sumaburo. What? No, Sumaburo. Oh, it would be brothers, not brothers. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, everyone thought it was going to be so. Dante, and it was not. 
Oh, so many people were. Yeah, was, everyone was I, mad that day. Was, everyone was mad. I was, I was, I was laughing. I was reveling in that salt so much, and everyone was like mad. I was like, "What the hell are you guys mad for? This guy is known to love, love Fire Emblem." So it was a matter of time that one of the people from Three Houses was going to show up. It was just going to be a matter of when. People are just mad because, oh, they should have made it for the first DLC character, not the fifth one where everyone was so hyped about what's going to happen next or her, her kind of thing. But My opinion I'm on not, that is really mad. that a first-party Nintendo IP should not be part of the Fighter's Pass. They show us, in a row, third-party characters, and they're like, oh, here's fucking Byleth from the newest Fire Emblem game. Because we didn't already have like 10 blue haired sword wielding lords from Fire Emblem already who are all clones of each other. <laughs> okay, so there's Marth, whose original clone was Roy, which they pretend are two different characters now. And then yeah. Ro- Roy's clone is Krom. And then Marth's clone yeah. is Lucina. So Marth, so Krom is a clone of Roy, who's a clone of Marth, who has another clone named Lucina. And that's just those three. And then Ike is yeah. it's his own, but he's kind of still Fire Emblem, like, sword with their clone. Like, him and Ganondorf are basically the same thing now. Who Ganondorf was a clone mm-hmm. of Fire, of um, Captain Falcon, who is now not one anymore, but was for a long time. I just feel like it should not have been any Nintendo IPs for that after they had already established that they were going to be out of left field, no one expected third-party characters. They had set it up for that. We got Terry... We got Banjo, we got Joker, we got Hero, and then we get Byleth, who is not even a classic character or beloved because no one cares about the self-insert characters. I would have rather had the tactician from the first Game Boy one that we got, who doesn't even have a face or a character portrait. Mm. But no. Oh, well, they can use the other person's weapons. I don't care. I don't care. Who cares? (laughs) Make that character separate like Piranha Play and just let us buy that one separate. Maybe they wanted like a familiar face or familiar esque. It's from three months ago. I mean that, and that's what I mean. It's timely. It, it's it's recent, so maybe they were trying to capitalize on that because I think Fire Emblem has done fairly well mm. in sales wise. Yeah. If it was so, Edelgard, I think I would have been okay with it because she's different. If it would have been Celica, fine. She would have been more dip, a bit more different because she would have probably played more like um, Robin or something. But no, they pick yeah. the self-insert main character with blue hair that wields a falchion. I mean, I know zero about the game, so I can't really comment, <laughs> but, you know. Like, I, I don't completely care because, honestly, at this point, I'm so burned out on Smash. Because, yeah. like, one, the fan base just... is awful. And two, I just, I, I couldn't play because the online's trash. Maybe it's not anymore, but it was for, like, the first six months, which was the best time no, for me the to ne- play it. The is still god-awful. <laughs> I just found my Smash cartridge after it was missing for like four months, so I'm just trying to get reused to it again. <laughs> like it's fun, but it's one of those games that people take super seriously, and I only play with friends. Yeah, yeah I think same. I can only play with friends too because I'm not I'm, I'm terrible at it. So one, I don't want to go against I don't want to go against people who are. I mean, competitive Smash players are impressive to me because all I can do is, like, button mash and hope that sticks. But I don't I don't want somebody who's, like, legitimately good playing against me, making me feel awful about myself because I feel bad enough as is. 
It's it's depressing for my side because I deal with a lot of the more competitive Hawaii players mm-hmm. are all my friends. So when they I ask to play with them, they're like, "Okay, I'm gonna go all out," oh. and I don't even get a real chance. Or they just they just jokingly say, "Oh yeah, no worries. I wasn't going really hard on you." I'm like, that makes me feel worse. Right. Gotta love those backhanded like things. This is also why I stopped playing Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I tried to go back and replay that about a month and a half ago. It's still Hyrule Warriors, but it doesn't look as good as I remember it looking. <laughs> it was fun. I actually enjoyed playing that when I played through, but like when I started to do the extra stuff, I realized how much I didn't know. And someone in my chat like brought up how much I didn't know and kind of made fun of me for it. And I was kind of like, okay, right, we're done. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's the best. I think it's yeah. the best Warriors one, but I also don't like the other things. I don't like the other IPs they base stuff on, but I mean, it doesn't mean they're bad. It's just kind of like you pick one in the IP you like from like the things they make, and that's usually they're all usually about the same quality. Yeah, they're usually the same quality, but it's just they take something different. I liked what they did with Gundam. I liked what they did with the One Piece one. I I do like what they did with the Fire Emblem one, where they implemented the the triangle. I also do like. I haven't really played the Hyrule Warriors one. That's the next one on my list where I'm gonna kind of go into it, mostly because I do like the warrior system and the Musou system that Omega Force and all that lovely Kawaii Tecmo does. It's probably one of my favorite type of uh, games that I like to go into. I bought the mostly because I like to mash square too. <laughs> I mean, they're good stress reliever ones. Mm, yeah, that's true. I bought Fire Emblem Muso when it came out. Like, in, I bought it when I was in Japan. Like, I had to play through it in all Japanese, so I was just like kind of confused a lot of the time. But the story didn't make any sense. Like, in one minute, the the king of the Nord, and then the lobster yeah. guy were like best buds, and then the next one they were fighting over uh, corn for no reason. Yeah. And then the next one next story they're friends again and then for some reason yeah, Marth this, shows up i don't and that's not re- i don't know why the story mode is kind of wonky that's why i'm kind of just like supposedly everyone keeps on saying the hyrule warriors one story was really really good so i'm like mm-hmm, well, well we'll see it was i just like the different mechanics that they use story-wise it was unique i mean i'll give it that i enjoyed the story the hyrule's war the hyrule warriors game was almost going to be considered a canon zelda game until nintendo like last minute's just like no so like it's probably why it has more polish and feels better because it was almost considered a canon zelda game nintendo nixed it being a canon game i think they like yeah, the idea oh. of it but then they're then since i guess they don't completely own the character and like the, the characters and rights that were made for the game they like backed off because what if it tanked what if it you know, muddied the timeline too much. The, their own timeline that they should not have made. <laughs> the timeline. They get all mad about people with the timeline. Gonna... It's like, you're the ones that made the big deal about it, so everyone I... latched onto it. I never knew Nintendo was... got mad about the timeline. I know that other people get, like, real hardcore about the timeline, and I kind of am amused by it at times. Like, I really like watching people get into discussions about it, and then if they start to turn hostile, it's the only time I ever watch hostile conversations. I'm kind of like, ooh, <laughs> like, give me some popcorn. Because <laughs> it is. The timeline is bullshit. It's Nintendo's fault. I was going to say, 
isn't the Muso game supposedly like the one that ties it all in together before Breath of the Wild? Because uh, in theory, it feels like it could have gone that way, but then I think they, mm-hmm. the, if it, if anything, maybe it was based on an older version of Breath of the Wild because that thing was in development hell for like ten years. Yeah, so it could have been. Of the wild was it wasn't. It was. It took. Remember how many times it changed what it was supposed to be? Like it changed so much. Like it. It was supposed to come out. It was delayed for like three years. Like it had release dates for three years. Like it's coming this year. No, next year actually not. Not next year. Then they delayed it till the switch. I knew launched. it was delayed a couple times, but I didn't know if it was in development for that long because they did Skyward Sword in between there. They didn't know what to do with it. Like and also before, like the second screen for the Wii U was going to have like all that inventory that they had from like. Right. Wind Waker HD and stuff, and they scrapped that so there'd be parity between... There's not parity between the Wii U and the Switch versions. Let's be real here. The Wii U version is technically inferior in all ways. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think... Where was I going with this thought process? Um, I think another way, too, why they made it non-canon was just so they could pull characters from, like, different points in time from the story and not explain when it happened. Because, like, Talkboat has his human form in in the DLC... And he's with Tetra, who sh- who at that point should have not been Tetra at that time, because we already mm-hmm. found out about the human form of Talkboat. And then Link was there, like Young Link or Toon Link was there, and he didn't have the Master Sword, but he did. So it was like, I think it was just to like gloss over all of that. But like they came from this world. Well, and there's there's issues with that because I've had several discussions with people about how there were characters in Hyrule Warriors, like they left out. Um, they made a huge deal of including all of the Ocarina of Time like stable characters, but they left out Noboru, and um, they pulled in Girahim and Fi from Skyward Sword, but they left out Groose. And I would have loved Groose to be like, in that. I feel like Groose was a huge, huge, huge oversight in that because that would have been fantastic. He at least was in the you game because like the Grusinator was a weapon. In that and, one and, stage. And that also makes it bad because the Grusinator was in the game and mm. Grus isn't there. So I wonder what that's called in Japanese. I've never looked that up. Grusinator? I'm going to look that up. What was the Grusinator called in Japanese? Because there's no way it was called the Grusinator. The Grusinator. Something I did do while I've been on hiatus is after somebody posted, like, if you could do an impromptu TED Talk... Um, what would you do it on? And I jokingly said I could write a, th- a thesis on why Skyward Sword is a good game and it deserves more respect. And somebody on Twitter was like, all right, I'll bite. And so I actually recorded an 18 minute, like, quote unquote, TED talk of just me talking about Skyward Sword. Can you send that to Timber? Because he needs to finally play that game. I actually, I'm actually going to put it on YouTube when I get myself together because I video I videotaped myself doing it, so I need to just put it on YouTube. Crazy woman explains why child's game is worth your your time. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it too. <laughs> All right, so I looked up Grusinator. So I'm going to say right now the English name is better than any other language's name. All the like French, Italian, and Spanish all have forms of mega and catapult together. <laughs> Like the like the Aww. French name is like mega, mega tapuite, mega tapuite, which is like mega catapult. Same thing with like Italian and Spanish. The Japanese version is pretty bad too. Called powerful pitcher machine. Why did they take out Grus's name? It's not like it's it's a name. It translates. Because like something innator is such like a an English like Englishism. That is such an American phrasing for things. Yeah. 
like um apparently there's a TV show called like Phineas and Ferb where like the like the main okay. antagonist calls everything the something inator. Hang on a second, back up. You don't know Phineas and Ferb? I know of it, but when it came out, I was like 18, I think. Yeah, you would have been absolutely too old to seriously watch it, but Like I know of it, but I didn't watch it cuz I was an adult. Shut up. I know I watch Common Rider. That's language study. I wasn't going to go there. You went there. It's <laughs> language I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know it. So like someone kept posting memes of it. And I'm like, I don't get this. This is a cultural disconnect with the Zoomers. What does this mean? But like, I never watched it, but I've seen enough of it to know what's going on. Well, you have like 15 kids. Of course you have. <laughs> the amount of children I have just multiplies. It's always 15 when I say it. It's always 15. I'm taking in strays now. Well, you have like two cats, so those count for at least two kids each. They're like two teenagers really. who like you don't want any attention until they do. Actually, they th- both the cats love attention. Like they follow me around almost as bad as the dog does, gotcha. especially the white cat. We named him. We named him appropriately. I his name is Sammy, but I jokingly said he was Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings, who follows Frodo around, <laughs> and that cat. Follows me around like he is Samwise Gamgee. What is the other cat's name again? <laughs> Tormund. No, what the whole from, name. <laughs> from uh, Game of Thrones. The whole name. Tormund Kitty's Bane. There we go. <laughs> I am nothing if I am not immersed in a little bit of my nerdery. I think I told my girlfriend that and she just laughed. Good. <laughs> oh, God. She's, speaking of Game of Thrones, she's making the, that, uh, using that Game of Thrones cookbook on Sunday to make the bean and bacon soup again. Oh, tell me how it turns out, because I really want that book. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, she adds vegetables to it, because there's not nothing like that in there. And also because her, her dad likes to make a lot of, like, southern-style things. Her dad makes these really good chicken and dumplings, but the taste is mm. salt, and there are no vegetables. It is a very beige food. How is there no vegetables in chicken and dumplings? Chicken and dumplings is essentially chicken pot pie, but with no crust. Because like, a lot of, like, of a, crust. a lot of country southern food doesn't have it in there because it was meant to be high calorie stuff you'd like you know go out and work the whole day with like you'd eat that and that would be your whole you know meal for a while so and like you just want a lot of calories and stuff like that and you don't want a lot of time to you know have to evacuate yeah so like that's what it is high carbs high fat and there's no vegetables in it so like i'm just like can you get the recipe from your dad and we can like make it healthy with the carrots and beans Celery. and colors and colors can we can add some col- like beige colored cream and some dumplings she um she took it to work and she has a co-worker or like it's, it's another resident and i'm trying to remember trying to remember where they're from i think they're from i think they're from turkey or like their family's from there so like they're whenever she brings food in it's like always significantly like nicer looking or like you know like it's a lot more like more spice and stuff like that just better food and like she looks at my girlfriend's like thing that day she's just like your your lunch is very beige it's the (laughs) most beige thing i've ever seen in my life and she's like yeah my dad's from the south (laughs) oh that's funny like it's good but there's 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 not even celery in it you know how you do with like chicken noodle soup and That's, start with celery? There's not even you, celery in celery, it. Celery, carrots, onions, and garlic is like a staple in it's nearly It's chicken every soup. and dumplings. It's in the name. To expect anything else is stupid. 
And that's what you get. You get chickens and you get dumplings. No carrots. No fiber. Are they like, are, are her parents, like my mom is, where she actively like refuses to eat healthier? No, her mom, like her dad will make that. And her mom's like, I'm going to have a salmon salad and like has like salad with salmon on top of it. And then we're just like eating the beige food. Or, like, he'll make steaks so we get these, like, thick-ass, like, ribeyes and her mom's having, like, a small piece of chicken and vegetables. I'm like, why, why can't we have that? And I, I found out that they only make steaks and stuff when I'm there because they want to, like, be nice. I'm like, I need not red meat. I don't eat much red meat unless I'm here. Do you actively avoid it or, or do you just not eat much of it? I don't have a lot of taste for it. Sometimes I'm like, I want a beef. I'm going to go eat that cow. And then other days I'm more like, eh. I could have tofu. I like tofu. God, oh, I, miss... I need to try tofu. I want to go back. Ken, let's go back to that shitty izakaya in my town that I take you to every time you're there. Oh, yes. I love that place where I'm just like, I want a beer. And they're like, sure. And they're like, you teach my kid. I'm like, yep. I teach everyone's kids. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just like getting tofu there. Just like, it's like raw to like just tofu. It's like a little firm. They just like put like, like shredded ginger and like green onions on top oh, just put like a little oh, bit man. of ponzu on it and you just eat it like that it's so mm. good maybe a little bit of that sounds good like right daikon about now. like shredded on there too i I'm hate living in the united states about... i need to try i need to try and eat tofu I, I can give you recipes i have a i have a shinenkai on monday and i know for a fact we're going to izakaya so now i'm like i mean i should have some tofu and i can even go visit you and go to izakaya i didn't even think about that i, just, I also want izakaya yeah. fries I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because they fry it in the same oil as like all the other, all the other, all the cutouts, all the other stuff. But izakaya fries are so good. You're like, wow, this tastes like karage. It sure does. It's good. It sure does. Good. Then you get you get the seaweed salt and put that on top. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh my god. Mm-mm. See, this is why I can't be in charge of the podcast because I go off on random tangents and I need someone to ring to like reel me in because this will just be like you guys are only here to keep me from talking straight for two hours i was actually just reading over the questions oh i forgot we had questions yeah i was i, I was gonna talk about something that just got announced yesterday i'll shut up but this is a talk between me and you so <laughs> <laughs> and basically they did the promo for machin sentai kira manger Oh, I saw. Did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. Um, someone posted it in my Discord, and I haven't seen it yet. What is that? So I'll bite. I'm gonna watch it. What is the portmanteau in that in that one? Portmanteau. Because it's uh, kira manger. What is that? It's like kira, like sparkling. Yeah. Looks like the um, the mecca is like translucent plastic all over it. Yeah, because it's like gems. They're doing gemstones this time around. And it's also as the gimmick. And it's also cars. Yeah, gemstones and cars. Yeah, that's how they're gonna do it. So it's gonna be like I mean, the car seasons tend to always be funny parody seasons. So I'm assuming it's that. Just looking at the suits, this looks like they're making fun of like the last few seasons because it's sparkly like Kita, like um, like um, yep. Q Ranger. It's got like it looks like knockoff versions of the ninja suits. Even the changer does. And even the their sash is like the Tokyo yeah. So also it's very, very interesting. Look at the blues blue guy's <laughs> helmet. That looks like Deca yeah. Deca 
blues. I think it's Deca Blue. I think that looks like his helmet. Yeah, it the design wise, it's very interesting. I was taking a closer look at that. What's interesting is that the characters that they decide to do this time is so the red is basically Gokai Silver mm-hmm. if he was a red and in high school now. So basically, he's Forze. Okay. Who's really artistic and draws very well. Apparently, they all have like a special skill and that relies on their gem or whatever. And the Yellow Ranger is it is a pro gamer who streams because that's what all the kids want now. Oh, you know how many students are like, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. It's like that job's not going to exist when you grow yeah. up, probably. It's going to be oversaturation of the market, please. It already is. Yeah. Green Ranger is just an athlete. I can watch a run all day. It's a female green this time, which is interesting because they started doing that in Q Ranger, and like that's usually been a yeah. like a boy color, male. Yeah, yeah, male color. But they're starting to branch out. Like I don't know if we'll ever see a pink male lead or a red female lead again. Well, we might yeah. see a fe- female well, red again. I think that's more likely, but it would be like a secondary red, like before. Like what the different Shinkanger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this this looks so weird because it's cars, but they also have like magic. Yeah, it's like magic and translucence. It's like it's gonna be an interesting season. I I I'll bite and I'll go watch it because I I didn't write Ryu Soldier or whatever the hell it was, and I'm just like uh, Ryu Soldier. I I, I feel like graded a lot on people um, because there's just like no progress episodes the whole season. Like it was literally a holding pattern season. Because it's dinosaurs again, so it's like you. They, I think it was just there to make money. Dinosaur season yeah. with Lego, like so, or Lego style uh, robots, definitely was just in there to be a throwaway. Sorry, Fangirl. We're talking about no, I'm Power Rangers, basically. I, 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 <laughs> I kind of gathered that. I never got into Power Rangers. Yeah, kind it's a bit s- before your time me. or after your time. No, it was the the first the first. Uh, the first gen came out when I was I was fairly young still. How old were you when the first one came out? I don't rem- out I honestly don't remember. 1993? Yeah. 11? All right, so she was 11 in 1993 and that was <laughs> Let's see. That was 27 years ago. But yeah, there's also a couple other voice actors <laughs> that I really As like for say, the project. No one cares about <laughs> Literally, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Sugita Tomokazu is going to be one of the main, like, the Zordon for this season. Also, Inori Minase is also going to be a part of this. They're fairly high prevalent seiyus that I really do watch. Sugita has been in a lot of series. He's Kyung from Suzumiya Haruhi and. What was it? I'm forgetting the character's name in Persona 5. The Painter. But. Uh. Yosuke? I think, I think that's it. I don't, I don't know. Persona 5 is so forgettable. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah Yusuke. Yusuke. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it looks pretty good regardless. And it's going to lead up to the. 45th year it's the 44 series i wonder what they're gonna do at 45 now 
Is it the 45th year? Because like, I remember that they just made... Next year is going to be. Because they actually... Because I think there was a year. Did they take off or something in between? No, they no, they haven't taken off a year. They delayed the series now because the new series starts in March. And that was because they did that one-month break of that miniseries mm-hmm. that they did. Are they doing that again? No, no. They're just going to continue on with the, as a March series. Oh, now I remember. They would have gotten to the 45th year with a 44th team, but they made Lupin Ranger and Pato Ranger. They made them separate teams entirely, and they made one like 43 and one 44 or something like that. Oh, that way they could have 45 at 45. Even though they should technically be one big team. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Let's let's continue on to the lovely questions that are in Kyo's Discord here. So if you want to join that, where can we join that? What, my Discord? Yeah, your Discord. Go in my chat and type exclamation point Discord. Like, I, I don't have, like, a custom URL because I need more boosts for that, which is stupid. But... Whatever. They want me to have people spend like $10 a month and then boost my server continuously so I can get a URL. Mm-hmm. And if, they, if it drops it's... below that, you lose that URL. Yep. It's imagine, trying to compl- mm. yeah, imagine trying to convince a lot of people to spend $10 a month to boost your server, or you just spend a lot of money to get that. Continually. It's not like a one-time thing. Yep. It has to be ongoing. Yeah. No, no thank you. Let me... I was going to say... I think the last question was does the speedrunning ruin hard games one? Yeah, we did answer that one. Okay. Um, let's That's see. an interesting okay. question. I said yes. Because once you remove the element of the game that makes it special, it ruins it. I kind I... of tend to agree with that. I have mad respect for speedrunners. I, I do. That takes time. That takes talent. It takes a lot of effort to learn those maps and the routes and the tricks and the glitches and everything. It takes a lot of time. But I, I, I think it loses something. I mean, what? unless unless that's what you're watching watching a game for, mm-hmm. is, is to, to see somebody break it and to see somebody do that. If that's what you're watching for, it doesn't ruin it for them. But for someone like me, it definitely ruins it. If horror games actually broke the game more instead of just playing the game quickly, that would be interesting. But most of them just play the game quickly. The only Silent Hill game I can think of that has tech that changes things a lot is Homecoming, where you skip entire areas. The other ones just like have things to skip cutscenes from playing out to get past them. Like that's mm-hmm. it's not that interesting. There's one genre I think really benefits from speedrunning, which I think is JRPGs. Because it's min-maxing to it. It's it's so much calculation. If you're into like the nitty-gritty of min-maxing your characters, making sure you have just enough to get through, I think that's a, a um, genre which like excels in it because you can see an entire like 40 to 80 hour RPG in like 10 hours or less. Like watching. I also so- think that takes a lot of talent too. Yeah, imagine just trying to like think of all that and how to menu properly here. I think that's actually mm-hmm. the, the most interesting one because you... Like you still are relying on RNG to like you know get good battles or get like in our in Final Fantasy VIII's case like to get good card games like the side thing that you need to get all the cards for hundred percent or even just mm-hmm. like you know I think you need them for like any percent as well. But like, it's learning like the inner mechanics of the game to a perfect point. The- and that's yeah, those are the kind of speed runs I like to watch. Is where it, it 
takes, I mean, it takes time and talent and effort and everything. But yeah, playing a game fast is, it, it loses something for me, mm. personally. Not that anybody cared about my opinion on the question. I just thought it was an interesting question. Yeah, who would care about your opinion? That's why we had you on the cast. You just need to be here to like make my opinion. <laughs> I'm better. just here to I'm just I'm I'm discount timber. I mean even timber's discount timber, let's be honest here. He's not gonna listen to this. He already says he doesn't. Yes. Alright, well we have a couple other we have some more questions that are maybe real. Um from Haller or D B the God, uh, as he goes by. Do trees dab? It depends on where you consider their head and if their branches are actually arms or if they're legs. So it's up to the tree. I don't see that question. All I see are the ones that are after Tuesday. I have to go back up for that question. It's at like 109-2020. I mean, you can form the branches to probably make it to do a dab, but you know, the payoff will take too long. And at that point, I think I would give up. That's, do you have an answer for that one, Bang Girl? Do trees dab? Yeah. Well, did you know that you can actually tie trees a certain way to make them grow, the branches grow certain ways? Yeah. So you guess so you could grow one to dab. You could make it, if you were yeah. so inclined and had, you know, a good 10, 15 years to waste on making a tree dab, <laughs> then absolutely it could happen. Ah, uh, yes, I knew the tree to dab. I grew it as a sapling. Yes. This is the a tree dabbling. I have tea under. This is my inspiration. The dabbling, tea. yes. The dabbling. God. Um, Burb asks, if you had to choose between adopting a hedgehog and adopting an Asian arowana, which would you adopt and why? I would pick... Both are illegal here, but if I were to get one, the Asian arowana... Why? I like fish. How about you, Fangirl? I would choose a head hedgehog. Because you gotta go fast. Because I gotta go fast, and they're cute. The fish is pretty, but the he- hedgehogs are cute. I would pick a hedgehog. I mean, if I had a, if I had a hedgehog, I think I'd be instantly popular with my boss because he really likes hedgehogs. I don't want to let my younger children know that hedgehogs are a pet that you can have because they're currently <laughs> obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I cannot wait for your son or daughter, whoever, whichever one is obsessed with it, to bring up their OC of them as a Sonic the Hedgehog character one day. Oh, I looked it up for um the 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 daughter is preteen, and I looked it up for her, and she did like the most dramatic eye roll I've ever seen. But wait until they like draw their own. What if she sees that and she's like, I can do a better one that comes back with one? I don't think she'd waste her time on it. Um, I would pick a hedgehog because they're cute, even though they're gross. Why are they gross? Oh, they just like shit everywhere. And you I was going to say because they're a small rodent animal. Yeah. I mean, I've had hamsters before. I just, I'd like a <laughs> spiny hamster. Imagine if it was like a hedgehog the size of a dog. Oh, God, that'd be scary. That that'd would be, be scary, but it would also be awesome. <laughs> Um, Black Shotgun asks, would Kyo adopt me? No. Sure. I would adopt you, Shotgun. They asked specifically for me, but I say no. Because I wouldn't adopt anyone. Well, yeah. since you rejected rejected him, I think, you know, I want to let him know that there were other options. Haller asks, why do birds fly? Because our lord 
the flying spaghetti monster wills it so? I say it's because magnets, as says ICP in their song, Miracles. Oh my god. How do they work? (laughs) How the fuck (laughs) they work? (laughs) Oh my god. Wow. It's been a while since I heard an ICP reference. Gom asks, does a straw have one hole or two holes? Two. I'm going to say two. I say it has one hole and two ends. That's fair. And then there are some fever dream questions that ask if I have one or two holes, too. We're going to skip past those. <laughs> they, they were apologized for later. They said I was, they were up for 24 hours straight. Why did they ask that question? And then someone kept going with it, and they almost got kicked out for that bullshit. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Pasta Demon asks, what is the most epic mashup of the century? And I think it is the Ring Terror's Realm main floor theme mixed with the one from Blue Stinger. Because both songs are awful separately, so together they are a powerhouse. You will have to look okay. those up in your Spinning own. off of that, Sadako versus Kayako. <laughs> which, which one's Kayako from? Is that from The Grudge? From Juon? That's The Grudge. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any idea. I can't think of a mashup. The only the only uh mashup I don't even think it's a mashup, but I a couple months ago I heard a violin version of Return of the Mac. But I don't what think is... that's counted a mashup. I don't know the what that song, is. The song Return of the Mac. I don't know what that is. Oh wow, okay. What year of the eighties is it from? It is not from the eighties. What year of the nineties is it from? It is the late nineties. I don't even know. What year in the 90s it was released? I was in, like, middle school. 1996. Speaking of the 90s, Tofu asks, Why will the 1993 Chicago Bulls go down as the best <laughs> professional basketball lineup of all time? And I will say, because Michael Jordan's in it, question mark? Mm, I don't know sports. Ken, this is this is literally your one area of expertise. <laughs> yeah, this is my one area of expertise, but I suck at basketball. But if my recollection and the internet serves me well, this was the first time that they won back to back for the NBA championships and started to do the three beat in ninety four the following year. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty good. Black shotgun asked, Does Kill love us? Maybe. Well, do you? Hmm. You seem very reluctant to answer this question. I don't like people to question my love. <laughs> Let's see. Um, more questions about the holes. Um, Black Shotgun asks again, would I do drag? I did answer it in here, but no, I'm just not interested in it. It's not for me. I did. You did. Didn't, was it the purple like, crayon did, one? Did you do, like, real drag, or did you just, like, dress up? No, I dressed up. I didn't do real drag. Because real drag is an art form. Yeah. See, I... Yeah, because I, I, I have a Sailor Moon outfit that I keep for purposes, and I wore it one Halloween. That, that photo will never, ever, ever go out in public ever again. <laughs> but I do have one. I even have the heels, too. Nice red heels. 
I like watching drag makeup videos, and then I get sad because these people are so much better at makeup than I will ever be. <laughs> to be fair, it is like yeah, their job. I know it's their job, yeah, but still, like there is there's <laughs> there should be some like girl gene that I possess because I am a female that enables me to do some of the things, and I can't. Like I saw somebody recently put on eyeliner, and they were like, "I just did it for the first time," and I'm like, "I can't." Like I would stab my eye. I like that 90s makeup tutorial. Oh, I love that. Don't worry I about eyebrows. I should try that. I should try that. Don't worry. Don't worry about blending your foundation in either. <laughs> you want sharp lines. Harsh lines. In that thick. You're supposed to make I, them not noticeable. <laughs> I know. I know. I know what she's talking about, too, when she says that, like, thick, gross foundation that was really popular. Definitely had some of that. Just anything. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Anything's <laughs> fine. Um, Black Shotgun again asks, "What are my what are Kyo's goals for streaming this year that can apply to you guys, or just like your goals for your personal thing that you are working on?" Um, obviously, mine. I would like to hit partner this year if possible, um, but I'm like a bad luck happen. vampire, so <laughs> same. I would I I would love to see that happen. Mm-hmm. And if if you hit partner, I will start streaming again. Yay! There we go. That's incentive. And then Bird follows up. What will I do when I hit partner? And I said, I've told people. And no one likes this joke. I will shave my beard because it promotes new growth. It's a metaphor and symbolic. <laughs> and no one likes that joke. Well, you found one person who likes it. That's Every time I've done it like two or three times on stream, and like one guy's just like, it's not funny. Stop it. I'm like, it's really funny, though. It is funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Asian. It's very Asian of you. It's very <laughs> deadpan humor. I like it. <laughs> How about you guys? What are your goals for your own personal things? Like, wh- like pick your personal thing that you would want to like grow in this year. Could be streaming, other things. Like Ken has his his music thing, whatever it is, the thing he tried to announce this podcast as. <laughs> Ken, what you yes. go first? So for the podcast as a whole, to at least have some semblance of an audience, because <laughs> we're just streaming into the nethers at this point, and for the website to hit one thousand overall via Squarespace's analytics. So mm-hmm. clicks, popular views, unique views, and all that stuff. I would like to at least reach a thousand. I I kept a thousand clicks in one month for over a month, but that was like when everything was firing on all cylinders. But it's hard when you only have three writers and one editor and the editor works at the US post office. Yeah. So, but besides that, nothing too much. And like I said, if you do make part partner kill, I will start streaming again. And the first game I will stream will be the AKB game. Yes, I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's it's a what dating you, sim with all like what? How many are there? Hundred. It's one hundred forty eight. One hundred forty eight girls dating sim. What? We, we have to see this. Oh my god! And he'll be <laughs> translating it because it's not all. It's not translated in English. Yeah, it's all in Japanese. <laughs> How about you, Fangirl? Um, Streaming-wise, I, I finally hit 500 followers, which was a big deal. That's when you get rated by Peanut Butter Gamer. Or Peanut Butter yes, Gamer. that was. I still can't. I I'm s- still can't believe that happened and that so many of them stuck around. And like, I got several other raids from that, so I'm eternally grateful. Um, Yay. I'd like <laughs> hitting partner is a pipe dream for me, period. It's 
probably not going to happen. I'm not that entertaining. <laughs> um, well, I think my, I, I think I would disagree, I disagree with that. <laughs> well, thank you. I think my my niche is the fact that I play a games a lot of games I haven't played before, and so I react to them. Um, so I'd like I'd like to ideally hit a thousand. That would be awesome if I could do that, and then we'll see where we go from that. Um, aside from that, I have a really lofty goal of getting something published. So smut. No, I mean if I publish that. That would be a personal victory for me, but I'm not going to tell a damn soul. Like, I won't tell anyone. There might be one person in the world I would tell, but... That'd be me. No one would know. <laughs> no one will know. Ever. Ever. That reminds me. I need, I need to ask you for writing inspirational things, because I've been, I've been kind of in a rut as of late. <laughs> what do you write about? Well, I it's mostly translation journalism. Oh. But when I do when I have to do opinion pieces, I just keep running into a wall about certain things that I want to talk about, so to speak. Like on a blog? Yeah, yeah, cuz like mostly that's what my site yeah. is. It's a translation journal translation journalist site right there. So See, when I blog, I have a lot of unasked for opinions that Mm-mm. tend to kind of controversial about things god that should be my twitch name unasked for opinions my i if i if i ever ever start a start a podcast like i want to i actually have a title for it called unsolicited because that's entirely what it is is unsolicited opinions but yeah ping me sometime Mm -hmm. and i can give you i can try to give you advice but um my goal is to Mm -hmm. publish a short story of some sort i I know that my Mm long-form novel that i'm actually working with a writer's group on is not going to be published anytime soon, but I would like to, I recently found out that you can, if you have like a chapter in a a long form novel or a book that can stand alone, you can actually submit that to magazines as like a preview or like a, a a one shot of something. They will pay you for it. Um, I'm being encouraged to enter contests. Uh, So that that's my goal is to get something published. Mm. I actually have. That'd be very interesting to read. Though. Yeah, I have. I have about four thousand words of a high fantasy story, but I have about five thousand words of a horror story that I'm trying to narrow down. Mm. So, we'll see how that goes. All right, let me see how many more do we have. A couple more questions. I just didn't. I didn't want to talk over anyone. Just let you finish. <laughs> um, <laughs> couple more questions. Black shotgun. Should I skip class to watch Kill? Of course. No. Go to class. What class is it? Go to school. Get, get that education. Burb suggested watch during class. That's also okay. Yeah, because I can see Ken. You can read those before. Okay, now there's like big questions. I'll, there are a lot of them from Black Shotgun. He asks a lot of questions. That's yeah. nice. He actually has some good ones. Hey, uh, Tofu has a good question too. Let's see. Another one, Black Shotgun. There's a couple in here. What games are I looking for in 2020? Mainly just Animal Crossing. Same. I'm looking forward to that. I'm very much... I don't know if it's going to be released in 2020, but I'm looking forward to hearing more about Breath of the Wild 2. And I'm I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 3. I feel like Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be the end of the year. It has to be. There's no way that I, one's going to take that long for them to make. I agree, but I, since there's not a date on it, I'm not holding out any hope. But I, I'm definitely looking forward to Resident Evil 3. It'll probably be oh, like fully revealed at E3 and then released in November. Uh, Xenoblade. Definitive Edition. Oh, I, I keep forgetting about that one, and I'm kind of happy I'm, to do because I want to play that really bad. I really want to play that too. 
And everybody, like, when I talk about streaming it, everybody's like, don't stream it because it takes so long. And I'm kind of like, okay. So. Um, another question from them. These are just a few in a row. I, well, I'll say the new name when we get to a new question. Do you wish they still made more retro-styled horror games? Not really, because they'd be too cynical and, like, by the numbers now. I mean, most of them already were really cynically made. I mean, most of the ones I play that are RE clones are already, like, they're RE clones. They're cynically made already. Like, I don't need... Anytime that someone tries to make one in the vein of old ones, it's either trying too hard for nostalgia bait or, like, they like, you're going to like this, and they make it. And it's just none of them are made with love or, like, anything. So, like, I, I, it, the time's passed. I don't need it anymore. I can go back to the old games. There's no there's no end to RE clones or just bad horror games that came out. I can find new ones. I haven't played the Siren games in a while. I don't know if you guys have any feeling on those. Ken doesn't play horror. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I guess I don't know what you mean by retro-styled horror games. Like like, I, like classic Resident Evil, I think. Let's go off that. I think if you, oh, if you see, have an engaging story, then make something in that older style, but I don't want to see a clone. Yeah. Um, when's the FMV going to be made? FMV game is, is still, we'll, we'll get back to that. Are you making yeah, it? Me and Timber have to. Me, me and Timber have to write it. Yeah. Are you making an <laughs> FMV game? I, <laughs> we were we were joking around the concept of making an FMV game. They're gonna Jeez. write it. I'm gonna rec- I'm gonna record all the audio, and then someone else. I'm gonna record all the video, and someone else is gonna do the audio. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. But yeah. I'm gonna play all the characters. <laughs> and like do like minimal. I'll use all my different hats first, Gosh, for characters. I'll be Lucy Lover at some point <laughs> as well. Use a wig. <laughs> I don't even need a wig for him. I can easily. T- I just have to get that axe. Well, I'm not doing the voice. It doesn't matter. Um, will we talk about board games? No, no. I mean, we kind of did earlier today. I hate board games. I have a I have a copy of Settlers of Catan. Apparently, that's expensive. Y'all can have it. I don't want it. It's Settlers of Catan. Board <laughs> games. Think about Catan his parts and wreck. It's a. <laughs> about piles <laughs> i just think of the piles I, just, and piles I just think of the the meme about like explaining adhd it's about piles <laughs> but board games that it's in the name board games not interested um ideal horror game aspects concepts that's something i want to talk i want to talk about like an actual horror podcast like do like it's one off before another day i'm gonna skip that one and will I caption my podcast? If there's an easy way to do it, I won't. I wouldn't mind. If there's an automatic way to do it, because I I can't transcribe it. I have no problem with it. And it's not that I don't want to have. I don't want to be inaccessible for people. I just don't know the easiest way to do it. Because mm-hmm. like after you edit it, if I can run it through a machine and it pick out the words perfectly, but like, I mean, I'm already always late with this thing anyway. I and if someone wants to do it, I'll, I don't mind having it out for like. If people would like to contribute, I just I can't afford to pay anyone, and I don't know if I have enough time to do it. I know I don't do it. I don't know I don't have a normal job, but like I need to walk away from my computer most of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm not against it. I just don't know how to do it easily. If someone has any ideas of how to like caption this to make it easier for people to like listen, like you know, listen to because like I I watch I'm watching Star, like I keep saying I watch Star Trek with my girlfriend all the time. I don't take the subtitles off because they are help they help me. Like, I'm not hard of hearing or yeah, anything, it, but it really does help my comprehension of what's going on. No, I do the same. I, I do the same for this particular podcast. I put it on CC for here. There are, sur- 
they follow fairly well. There are certain words that good old Google Sensei does not understand, so it'll make a a made up word. I think like it doesn't know your name. It doesn't know Kyo. Yeah, so. so we'll always come up weird like that. But I mean, if that's weird, if there's there, like I I don't think I have it turned off, but like. I'll double check and make sure that auto translations are on, auto captions or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What game do I want to build? Do I, what game do you want, but it costs too much money? Um, I want the collector's edition of Space Channel Five Part Two in the Dreamcast with the fuzzy headphones. It cost last time I checked, it cost a hundred dollars when I was in high school. I'm sure it's about three hundred, and I'm pretty sure those headphones are deteriorating. <laughs> <laughs> the original PC version of Final Fantasy VIII. Ooh, good luck. Because it came in like a file-like casing board. Good luck finding that now. Yeah, I know, right? Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation 2. Uh, like or, the original Black Label? or Yes. Or the uh, gold... Uh, the, the version of Skyward Sword with the gold remote. I have that, and I have the matching gold nunchuck. I know. And the box that came in. I know. <laughs> and the game with the soundtrack. If you are ever in a position where you are selling those, I know you no. won't be, but I, I, would, I feel compelled to point out that you have a buyer if you are ever in a position where you are selling that. I also have the collector's edition of Twilight Princess HD with a yeah. Midna still in the box. Yeah, I know you do. Do you want to see all my Zelda amiibos? Oh. I have all of them. Uh... <laughs> I even have the Dreamer's edition of oh. Link's Awakening. <laughs> Realistically, the answer to this question right now for me is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is a game that I want that costs too much money. <laughs> I also want the original Metal Gears. Metal Gear. I think I'll do it. Met- what? Do what? Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. A high D. What? Snake asked too many questions. It's impossible. Fox die. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> few more questions. Okay, now we're on to a new person. We'll try and get these knocked out pretty quick. Um, from Tofu. What do you... Uh, the, actually, Tofu, the person who sings the current theme song. Uh, what do y'all think we... Why do y'all think we don't get any more wild game packages like OG Steel Battalion, Odama, anything with weird peripherals? They didn't sell, and they're costly. They didn't sell, and they cost too much money. How much was the original Steel Battalion? Like $500 for all that shit? It only worked for that game. And I can honestly say Rock Band and Guitar Hero are the full reasons that we don't get peripherals anymore. They went, like, they went peripheral crazy, and that's why we're not getting any more. They went overboard with it. Yep. There were new games every year for Guitar Hero. There were three new I ones a year. I remember that. I remember that. And there that. was always a special version of their guitar out. Ugh. Odama's interesting. If you don't know what that is, it is a GameCube game. It's a samurai pinball game, kind of like a feudal era. It's like it's really weird. It's pinball though, and you control it with your voice. Oh. I don't know if it's a good game, but it's just a very unique thing to find. But huh. it had like this little microphone that plugged into the uh, memory card slot, and you controlled the characters on screen with that in like a weird pinball like samurai showdown thing. Interesting. Anything from you, Ken, or pretty much that? Yeah, pretty much that. Uh, last one from Tofu. Are we nearing op- peak open world fatigue? I think so. Yes. Yes. No, we were. If this 
if last year wasn't apparent, two years ago, yeah, we're, we're, we're two years over this open world fatigue. I don't want any more open world games at all. I think there will always be a group of people, myself as included in this, who are going to like those type of games, but I think as a culture, as like a collective universal, these are the kind of games we want to see, yeah, I think I would agree. I know, like, recently you can tell Ubisoft has just changed the amount of creative directors or, like, shuffled them up at their um, their offices because they're afraid of all their games being super unique or being super bland and, and unoriginal. They're changing it up, so I think we're going to see less open-world games than them or at least different types because they're trying... Because before they had, like, two or three, like, creative directors, and now they're trying to make it so there's, like, triple that. So and I know that doesn't mean much, but like it might be at least new kinds of open world games will come out instead of the same collectathons. And that's the thing about open world games is if there's not a good base behind it, it loses it. For, or, or, or if someone like can't get attached to the game or get into the game, then it doesn't. Then the open world doesn't matter because you're not invested. And sometimes they can take a lot of, like, I'm going to use The Witcher 3, for example. That game takes a little bit of time to get invested into. Once you're invested into it, it's great. But it does take some time. And I think that fatigues people out is because we are such a short-term, like, we like our short YouTube videos. We like our short television shows. We like our short advertisements. And so open world games take too much collective, like, mind, mind time. And I think that's another reason that, that we're wearing that out is because not a lot of people are wired that way. Two more questions remain. Two more. We're almost done. <laughs> Haller asks, when will Kill run for president? No. No. And then Black Shotgun asks, how does Kill feel today? Well, you got to listen to the beginning of the podcast for that. Now, this won't help anyone, but if I read your questions and answered them today, I have marked your question in the Ask Kyo stuff with the thinking of you emote, which is you, also known as the list from, from Clock Tower Ghosthead, because I'm obsessed with that. I never got to my, my shit post thing. <laughs> oh, please that. do that. Yeah, please do. So real quick. So I've been working on this massive shit post of a thing for speedruns, and that has been speedrunning Clock Tower, the original one, the classic one, Super Nintendo. But I'm not working on the Super Nintendo one. I'm trying to get all the world records in the Wonderswan version. The Wonderswan version's in black and white with like 4-bit audio that runs at a at a buttery smooth 10 frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> now, unlike the, unlike the normal Super Nintendo version, there is no tech whatsoever. So you are just trying to play the game as fast as you can. The Super Nintendo version has skips. It has tech you can learn to like quickly get through things. You can like, there's so much like little technical stuff you can learn. Every other version of that game that's been ported has no tech. So you're just trying to play it as quickly as you can. And it's going to be a struggle, but I'm going to get all the world records I can in that category because there's only one person on that board. And I just really want to be petty. <laughs> wow. So, wh wh where is this board? What is, what is this speedrun.com. You look up Clock Tower and you look up Clock Tower SNES. And it will show different tabs. You want to click on the Wonder Swan version. I currently have world record on G and H endings for the Wonder Swan version. I am actually impressed by this. This is devotion. Now, those are the two easy ones. 
the reason why I haven't continued yet is because the A ending one takes 30 minutes. On the Super Nintendo version, it takes 20 or less. And there's tech and it doesn't run at 10 frames a second. <laughs> so, I'm, yep, it's a ma- <laughs> this is my like stupid thing I've been working on outside of me actually learning to run Clock Tower to the Struggle Within slash Ghost Head because I've become obsessed with that terrible game and I love it. Which you can tell because I added an emote based on the character in, on Twitch. That's my gun emote. That's Alyssa possessed by Bates with a gun. You little shit. I love that. Oh my god, I love that game. It's so bad though. Is that the? Was that the game with the? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, is that one? The, the the skull kid laugh or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Is that one? Oh, I I, I saw. I was working, but I saw you playing through that, and I kept hearing that in the background, being like, what is going on? But look forward to that. There are several more boards, and one of them doesn't have any runs on it, so it's free real estate. It's free, this free is just, real estate. This is just something stupid I'm working on for no reason other than pure boredom. Maybe I'll do the AKB game, the the, the, the quickest way to 100%. Is there a board for it? No, there is not. If you route it, Submit a thing and ask for the board. You can become the only person on the board for that game. You've got me curious on something completely unrelated to this, but I'm looking up the speed run for How to Pull Boyfriend. Oh, there probably is one. Oh, yeah, there absolutely is. I found all kinds of YouTube videos. But I currently oh, I currently have world record in the Wonderswan G and H versions of Clock Tower and the M ending for Clock Tower to the struggle within. I'm gonna learn the A rank soon. Are the um the A ending and I'm gonna uh, like su- or, um, submit that one because the current world record is not bad it's just like there are missteps that were taken in it but like it's not a popular game to run so it might not be hard to get that world record but it's not like it's gonna be a cakewalk because that game's still frustrating but yeah that's my new dino crisis for now there is not a speed run of Hatterful Boyfriend I mean there are speed runs but there's not one listed on the board probably because it's just mashing the button I, and I do need to do the speedrun for Silent Hill Play Novel, which is the biggest shitpost one because it's a Game Boy Advance play, like visual novel of Silent Hill 1 where you just mash A and B until you finish. I encourage everyone to go and uh, do that one. Let's see. The world record is... There's two routes. There's Harry and Sybil. The world record is 7 minutes, 53 seconds by Zorky. And like, uh, like everyone's on this board at some point. Um, the any percent for Sybil is two minutes and forty six seconds because hers is shorter, and our one and only um, Kakusasoro, one of my mods, she is eleventh place on it. Like it's 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 there. Like every this is a joke run that people just periodically do in groups because her and three other people did theirs. Her and two other people did theirs at the same time. Like they just took turns to speed run the game and then submitted it to speedrun.com so it looks like Metal Gear Acid also doesn't have a board so maybe I'll do that too. Metal Gear <laughs> Metal Gear Bang I'll do it Metal Gear Metal Gear Metal Gear I've never played Metal, Metal Gear Colonel Metal Gear I got her what was that noise I got her cold opening <laughs> <laughs> that was bait I was trying to bait it to get her in the background without oh, knowing no. I was doing that all right, do we have I, anything I, else before? <laughs> I've ahead, actually so. never heard that sound clip, so I don't even, like, aside from you guys mimicking it, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. Cultural osmosis will help here. You'll be fine. 
right. Do we have anything else we want to go before we wrap up? Because we're nearing the... I'm at two hours, but I started recording like 20 minutes early, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think we're about an hour and a half. It's about 10 p.m. My, or me and Fangirl's time, so... Anything you guys like to say before we wrap up and do promos? Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well then, <laughs> Ken, take us out of here. <laughs> so, you guys can find me on my lovely... Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku to You. We did a lovely music corner podcast. So I do a thing for my website called The Music Corner where we introduce one new artist every week. And we did 25 of them in our latest episode. So we kind of talked about all the artists one more time and kind of reintroduced them to everyone and give us our reasons why we like them. And that's why the podcast was three hours long and I wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> but besides that, you can find me at that and go to the website at ongakadu.com. You can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1 and the podcast at ongakadu on all the lovely Twitter and Instagram handles. Where can we find you, Fangirl? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, um, at Legend of No One. Because uh, it's a pun on several things. And then uh, you can also find me streaming on Twitch starting Friday again, hopefully, tomorrow, yeah. uh, at Fangirl Has No Name. And where can we find you, Kill? Oh, little old me. Well, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Kyoto Hunter. I don't know why I say the forward slash, but I just feel like I have to. Uh, you can find me on there. I stream every Monday through Friday. I'm going to try and do weekends this weekend because I have nothing else to do. And I was sick the other day, so I missed a day. And I'm such a stickler for working, you know me. But I play a lot of retro games, horror games, retro horror games, and also anything actually terrible. And I'll probably enjoy it to a point before I start complaining about it and throw it across the room. But you can also find me at twitter.com forward slash Um The links are all on the bottom there. And also on this here YouTube site where I've been posting the podcast. And also my PBs and world records for the Clock Tower games that I've been doing <laughs> <for> lately. <laughs> Please check out my video if you want to think of if there's one thing I want to promote in here. Check out my world record run of the, the MND of Clock Tower Two: The Struggle Within. Is it interesting? Maybe, maybe. I have world record in it. Validate me. <laughs> Validate. Validate me. me. <laughs> but that we will. But yeah, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Potosaurus. I had to think about it. I'm your host, Ken. Bye bye. Aloha. See you later. Bye. Metal Gear. <laughs>